Welcome to the Cherry Picker, the horror movie podcast where we like to kill people, but not really. I'm your host, Zach Cherry, and with me, as always, is... Eddie! Of Edward is Truth. <laughs> okay. I'm done. And uh, we're going to be watching Anaconda today. We're going to be talking what? about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anaconda. Did I throw uh, you off? <laughs> released April eleventh, nineteen ninety seven. Which uh, I I misspoke in the last episode. I said that it was the twentieth anniversary. Obviously, I can't do my math. It's the twenty fifth, and that's why oh. that's why we've chosen it for this episode. Is that uh, I, I believe it will will be right on the the heels of the anniversary. Um, I don't even feel like being here anymore. <laughs> Uh, but I guess we said like we'll be watching it because we're gonna do like something a little different this time because this is like uh, I don't know like we talked about this and neither of us really knows how to do a podcast about this movie without going through it <laughs> scene by scene. <laughs> yeah, it kind of requires a breakdown uh, 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 of the at least of the action, if not scene by scene, certainly like maybe action beat by action beat. Yeah, like the major stuff, but because I mean, it's not good. <laughs> Spoilers, folks. It's in my opinion. I it's not a good movie. It's and I don't not want to a sit good here movie, for like ninety but, minutes. Yeah, but I still enjoy it. I don't know if you do. Really, but there's there's something about it that's just like it. It has this quality that it's it's so watchable, but it's terrible. Which I mean, like we we did <laughs> Leprechaun a few episodes back, yeah, and um, there, actually there was some feedback about that where they're just like, I don't like listening to podcast where you're talking about movies that you don't like because i guess it just comes to a point where we're running around in circles uh saying the same thing and i think during that episode i said like we should try to do this like scene by scene and that didn't end up Uh happening um which is probably the format that we should have uh spoke about leprechaun in but with leprechaun like that's a bad movie that i hate and i think that like you're on the same page with me there um, I don't hate it, but it's it. Uh, there's, I there's do better fare out there. I and hate Anaconda. It. Anaconda. I don't hate either. I think it opens strong. Actually, similar to Leprechaun, I think it opens strong, <laughs> and then it kind of loses me after a while. It's still. I'm still are watching we, it. Okay, open strong. <laughs> are we talking about like the 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 opening scene, or are we just talking okay, about like? So, cause can we start with the well, opening scene here? Well, let's start with even the opening crawl. With the score, with all that boom, 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 boom. And there's a all this like triumphant music and this crawl, which I want to read to you because I feel like an English teacher reading this crawl. Tales of monstrous man-eating anacondas have been recounted for centuries by tribes people of the Amazon basin, some of whom are said to worship these giant snakes. Anacondas are among the most ferocious and enormous. You already said they're giant. We don't need to know they're also enormous. Creatures. See, I'm an English teacher. Creatures on Earth growing in certain cases as long as 40 feet. False! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unique among snakes. They are not satisfied after eating a victim. They will regurgitate their prey in order to kill and eat again. Also false, but... <laughs> Kind kind of true, and we'll get into it. But there was um, a lot of factual errors 
in in this movie. Yeah, there is one in in they particular about uh, I, I I think it was like a, a, a certain kind of catfish uh, swimming up the urethra if you urinate in the the water, which, which has only happened to one person yeah. on record. Yeah, <laughs> and even the thought of that is it, gross. But it just sounded like some like cool shit to say yeah. that they're like we're gonna put that in the movie. Um, Do you know that that's terrified me about peeing into a lake, a river, the ocean, like wherever toilet, I am? If they, you know, make their no, way no, into well, the sewage system. If they make their way into it, it, it has freaked me out really like when I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I'm just kind of like, I don't know what's crawling around or swimming around or whatever. And it's it's been like a phobia in the back of my head for a long time for no reason <laughs> because it's happened to one person. And actually the one person it happened to. It happened to in 1997 <laughs> when the movie was released. So I think Anaconda brought that little swimmer fish, whatever it's called, up they that man's conjured it. Yeah. I think he can sue. Yeah, yeah. he can sue. I think he, um, he has It's funny that you mentioned the music because I, like after that, like dun, 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 it kind of has like, I guess yeah. like the, the, the more like melodic uh, sweeping <laughs> music that, that we hear. At, we just hear at the beginning and then we hear it at the end, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. most of the score throughout this movie, I'm listening to this. I'm just like, this sounds like a Disney movie, <laughs> and it's funny because like going back to the Leprechaun, I I, I think a, a note I had about that is like this feels like something that you would see on like the Disney yeah, Channel, Disney like it's just like a, a a kids thing. Anaconda feels like like a feature length animated like 2D animation Disney movie that they just happened to do like live action <laughs> and made PG-13 because everything about this movie is so Disney to me like even like John Voight as the the main villain what's his name Paul Cerrone uh Paul Cerrone is like yeah. he's like such a like he even like looks like it he's got the ponytail um he's he has this look on his face like he always looks like he's constipated um for one thing. <laughs> well we're jumping ahead he hasn't been introduced he hasn't yet, been introduced okay well let's 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 start with the the uh the opening scene here which i guess is like we have danny trejo as like the Drew yes. Barrymore of <laughs> Anaconda, right after that Anaconda title yeah. just lifts up to the, <laughs> it sounds very <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. I was and just gonna like Anaconda will rise. So yeah, Danny that, Trejo yeah, is is uh, the Drew Barrymore of Anaconda, and he's very yes. underutilized here. Like he he does a good job for what he does. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I I didn't like this scene because I mean, like we don't even get oh. a snake in it. I thought it was hilarious because you see floorboards springing upward and you see like animals, his animals in cages. He's credited as poacher. So I guess he was poaching all of those animals, (laughs) even though they looked pretty. It was like parrots and I don't remember what else was in that, but they were all in distress. And and the movie, I I just wrote, this movie knows exactly what it is. And I'm in. (laughs) Um. Because... It, it it was ridiculous. It felt like, and then the fact that he's like cli- r- runs up after uh, outside because the, the floorboards, it's gonna burst. It's gonna well, come no, up no, no. You, we get that. We get the slow motion nail like <laughs> flying up in front of his face. That's like yes! moving slow enough that he can like stop and look at it and just be like, huh? "Yeah, what?" And, <laughs> and then he runs out. Um, mm-hmm. But this scene is like over in a minute. It's. It doesn't last yeah. long. And I, 
why I think it's not very effective is because you don't get to see the snake. <laughs> and I feel like for, for a movie... It's Jaws. It's... Okay, <laughs> sure. But I mean, like, the snake doesn't even kill him. He shoots himself in the head. So it's like, that's kind of like... But that's all... That okay, cheapens it for it me. Hilarious. Look, I like this movie better than you did, so I'm let me have my <laughs> But we we don't get to we don't get to see the snake and we don't and that we know that the snake doesn't kill him. And it's I mean, this is 1997. What had he, he like he was in from dusk till dawn before this? Mm-hmm. Was he in Desperado? Ugh. Like I'm sure he probably I don't remember the year Desperado came out. You're going to make me look it Probably up. Probably like 92 um, 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 uh, Keep saying things while I look for him. Anyway, he's not he's, at the front on the IMDb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at, at this time, he was still like just that that guy, you know? Like he, he, mm-hmm. he hadn't like fully transcended into Danny Trejo yet, who's like, you know, you immediately see Danny Trejo now and you're like, it's Danny Trejo. So this yeah, totally. is like, this is like, you know, quite a, quite a fine for an actor in a movie who I, I don't even think his, he's credited in the opening credits there. I'm not even finding it yeah. here on his, uh, homepage for his IMDB, just a bunch of other stuff he's done subsequently. So somebody anyway, he's, he's irrelevant because we are already <laughs> moving on now and we're at this. Oh, well, wait, I want to rebut. I want to rebut <laughs> because Ugh. I liked it. No, because, okay, what I liked about it was also the fact that, like, we didn't see the snake, but I got anger. I got, like, the fact that the that Anaconda, which I call Annie, and I'm going to call Annie for the rest of this pod. Of course Annie not. has this personal vendetta against him. Like, Annie seems to be targeting Trejo. And I thought the fact that he killed himself told me this movie is batshit. And it's going to be a roller coaster because he'd rather kill himself than face it's Annie. It's funny that you you say that, like the 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 snake has a vendetta because yeah, <laughs> you know I don't want to jump ahead here because I already got shit for that from you. But, um, I don't find I don't find the snake or snakes uh, in this movie to be the like the biggest villain obviously like i feel like it's <laughs> everything that happens with the snakes is because they like the characters are put into the scenario like the snake isn't really stalking them in a way it's it's more so just john void being the real the real heavy of the movie and just being like i'm going to catch him so i'm going to put everyone's lives in in peril to 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 get this so i never like it really like i I was confused why this movie is even called Anaconda because it should have been called like Cerrone or something like that. I because mean, they he's... say <laughs> nobody would have gone to see a movie called Cerrone, though. <laughs> like we don't know. It might have Who's given Cerrone? it a little, that? It, but it might have given it a little like edge of mystique that people would have been like, "What is Cerrone? We got to go see this." Like, but what's it, this, this, it's a buzzworthy title. But the fact that it's called Anaconda tells me exactly what this movie is. And I and I did get that certainly from the opening sequence and from a, a great deal of what will follow. It just it's at a certain point I'm just like, I get the joke. Let's let's say. Yeah. But um we, okay. the, and but, yeah, anyway, okay, so we the next Yeah, we move on to this <laughs> this jungle hotel where we see J Lo, who plays uh Miss Terry Flores. Terry Flores, and yes. uh she's 
sitting uh, at her desk on her laptop in a nightie. And this is how we're introduced to her. <laughs> well, she's looking and up, who comes she's looking up but... stuff. She's looking up stuff about the uh, the tribe that they're they're going to look for. Uh, the Shira... The Shiri Shama. Shiri Shama, Shiri Shama tribe. Indians, yeah. Yeah. Um, they call them Indians, but technically they're just indigenous, an indigenous tribe to uh, Brazil. Uh, but also false. Well, I mean, they're, like, they're technically, I mean, I, I, I can see that because, I mean, like, they're, she's not any sort of, like, anthropologist or doctor mm. or professor. She's she's a documenter, documentarian, document, documentary. Good, you got um, it. Document, <laughs> yeah. And... Like she's literally she's Jenny from the block, and you know she grew up with Ice Cube. Um, Danny yeah. is the character's name. Like they they go way back, yeah. and it's they have like have a conversation. And it's just like oh yeah, like we we've, we've made it. Uh, like we're doing we're doing like big important documentaries here. Well, because I, I also have a comment about like their context, because I had a question mark over my head over an exchange they had. But before I say that, I want to also introduce Eric Stoltz as Professor Kale who walks in while she's in her nightie mm-hmm. and he basically makes a pass, you know, just as like, you know, no, I really wanted a great director like you. So, and what, I don't even remember what he says. <laughs> he says something like, well, yeah, we, I bet we'd make a good team. And basically, he just kind of gives her the eye. what I get from, from their exchange <laughs> is that <laughs> first of all, they have absolutely zero chemistry whatsoever um and you know like they're both very attractive people like uh, j-lo obviously eric stoltz is is very handsome and all they're doing throughout the movie or at least like especially in this part is like kind of like smiling at each other and just being like yeah (laughs) we're gonna fuck but we're professional so we're not actually (laughs) that's but but literally like the only note that you get from from either of them (laughs) But at this point, I don't get a lot of, like, green light from her because she seems to dodge the pass he makes. She kind of, like, changes the subject. And she tells him, you're a mess. What happened to you? And he says, oh, just a small attack of piranha. I barely escaped with my life. <laughs> and she laughs. <laughs> and, and then the, the end of the fucking scene. Yeah, the and scene I'm like, ends. what does that mean? What the fuck? <laughs> like is he flirting? Did I he really think it's because there's, like, there's no 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 because it comes full circle at the end. Like I bet you this is something that they added in the script <laughs> after the script had already been finished because at the end when she comes back in and in, in, in the room and, and and he's like you're a mess what ha-? and it's just like oh see now <laughs> right, he's the right. one that, that's that's saying it. Um, but yeah, it was. It's, so it's such a stupid scene. But like, I mean, the move. It's everything's moving along pretty quickly here because we're we're introduced to all the other key players. Which yes. uh, there's um, other than Danny, we have the, Denise, Mateo, the captain of the ship. Denise, Ma- the um, production manager. The production manager. We we don't really yeah. do, like Mateo. Is just like he's just like everyone's bitch. Like, he's, he's the just, lackey for sure. Yeah. It's just Mateo, grab that thing. Mateo, <laughs> go throw that. He's thing. essentially uh, spoiler <laughs> alerts. Mateo is like the least defined character who we know will be the first one to get killed. Um, but his abs and pecs are superbly defined. So 
There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's that's true. All, that's all that's needed. And so so we get Mateo, Denise, and then Denise's boyfriend or like like uh, flirtation would be maybe Gary. Gary played Owen by Wilson. Owen Wilson, who who his like He's the sound guy. He's the sound guy, but his like one like character trait until later is that, you know, he's just really horny. Like the jungle <laughs> makes him horny. Is it is it just me? Or I can't even do an Owen Wilson properly, but this you will gotta, be my half-ass attempt. Is it just me or does the Amazon make me really horny? I can't do wow. it. But. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't think he's he, he doesn't have a wow in this movie, or at least I, I No, he doesn't. That. He doesn't. Um, so it's before before that era of, of Owen Wilson. Yes. And then we're also introduced to the uh, uh the narrator mr westridge yeah the, the, yeah the host i guess of the the stuffy english yeah. guy <laughs> who <laughs> i didn't know who he was yeah, when he came on he, he might be like, like my he favorite just... <laughs> character though because he just gets to a point where it's just like oh he just has no like patience for anything like he's he's the one like hurling out like sarcastic comments at everyone and he like right off the bat he's because he like looks at denise and he's just like like i can I get some help here with the bags? And she's like, uh, excuse me, I'm the production uh, manager. And he's like, well, maybe you can manage my luggage then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was literally one of those wealthy eccentrics who just wants to come along for the ride, yeah. you know, and just wants to see the Amazon. And <laughs> I own this jungle, you know. I mean, I thought it was going to be that kind of thing. And then it was going to be, oh, you know, I thought it was going to be like the C-3PO of the group. And <laughs> Yeah, I think he, I think he's actually if this than was C-3PO. a if this was a Disney feature he would be the C three PO because C because Star Wars now it's Disney you know <laughs> but now that he finally uh, like uh, when we finally get to like them actually shooting footage he sits there and goes oh the Amazon oh the wilds of tribes that was and I'm just like oh okay cool narrator got it that's yeah. who you are that's why you're here aboard the Michaela one. Um, but uh, yeah, cause I did not know Mateo was the captain right off the bat. I didn't know until later in the movie when I think Sarone actually calls him the captain. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's who he was. He was the captain of the ship. Yeah. I All just right. thought he was the skipper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then enter, uh, Paul Sarone played well, by like, John well, well, after some time because they, they embark and they're, they're going yeah, down they, the river they, and this they, is where they, we're they getting like off, little... Nothing's yeah. really happening at this point, I mean, but it's everything's moving along no. quickly, and then a storm comes. And... Oh, but wait, that brings me to the one thing. Wait, 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 before the storm, because that brings me to the one thing about Danny that I wanted to point out, because he point, he's talking to Terry mm-hmm. uh, about... Uh, Eric Stoltz about I'm not going to remember anybody's name Professor Kale mm-hmm. so he's gonna so and he's just kind of like he's he kind of makes some kind of remark I don't remember exactly what it was about like uh, how she seems to be into him and how they're probably gonna like you know get get it on together or something like that and she's just kind of like what are you talking about I'm professional or whatever he's just kind of like <laughs> yeah I know you are and something like that and I'm kind of like oh my god she wasn't even interested in him in the first scene is this and then uh, right after that they're like talking like in the moonlight and flirting. And that's when they start talking about, um, or it's a little bit later. They start talking about fireflies and everything like that. And I was just kind of like, which oh, basically she's totally looked like, 
which just look like like uh, <laughs> little Christmas lights that have been strung up. <laughs> yeah, right. That they're just swinging around. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we that that comes later because like because there it, it does come all later. We get, all but we get is like it wasn't Owen Wilson that. being like the yeah the jungle makes me horny. Um, but then the storm right, comes, right, right, and right. that's where they they run into the villain of the story. Our our, <laughs> our bona fide Disney villain Paul Cerrone, who. I don't think he's dimensional enough to be a Disney villain. <laughs> Honestly. Well, he's one of he's the lesser. He's one of the completely. lesser Disney villains. Like he's one, he's of, like, one of the lesser Disney villains. Like one of the Disney movies that would have come out in like the early 2000s, like that era of Disney where everything was kind of shit. Like Mulan's villain, who I don't know. No, Mulan came out in 1998. So Mulan is still like <laughs> Mulan is still good okay. Disney. Um, so then example please i don't know because i stopped <laughs> watching them like, they were they were terrible uh at that time like anything okay, after okay. like the emperor's new groove groove okay yeah um, I can't which i mean had like okay. an amazing villain in uh uh yzma <laughs> um no th- th- yeah, yeah this Kronk. guy he like Sarone <laughs> like very much feels like a disney villain of like the early 2000s and <laughs> it's it's funny just because yeah because he has like this appearance like the, this like long ponytail and he's um uh it has an accent well he's he's uh I don't know, paraguay he's paraguay. He's paraguay yeah supposed to be which john is... voight is not from paraguay because <laughs> well, he's got the blue eyes and i mean oh apparently blue eyes are common in paraguay and that's why they were comfortable making him paraguay Paraguayan, Paraguayan. I don't know what yeah. the what the term is, but just the fact that he, yeah. the first thing he said, or one of the first things he said, like the next morning after they picked him up, he was fishing and he goes fish river style. And I'm like, oh no, 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 no. And then later they ask him like, so what do you do out here? He's like, it's the snakes. I cash them. And I'm like, <laughs> oh god. I can't, I can't deal, <laughs> don't. And then later, they, he's like, I can show you exactly where I shot a Shirishama. And then Westridge makes this comment about slurring. But I think he was talking about other people they're going to encounter or how every person uh, along the river who is, it can slur on about like, you know, how, how they know this river, like the back of their hand. So they shouldn't trust this guy. But I thought the first time I listened to the line, I thought he was talking about Saron because I can show you exactly where I shot a Sherry Shama. I just thought <laughs> it's not, he sounded drunk. It was terrible. <laughs> it was, well, it he's was just insane. like everything he does in this movie, like John, like he is fucking chewing up the scenery, like yeah. rawhide here. Um, which is what I found out is what the little dog chew things are called. <laughs> but it's just like every, like his expression, like, like he's, he does this thing with his, like, he, Ugh. he pulls the, it's odd because he pulls the corners of yeah. his mouth down into a frown, but yeah. it always looks like he's smiling. Yeah. I don't know how he achieved it. It's a, it, it is a, talent, it looks like his but... skin is like, it's been pulled back and then like clipped with a like a clothesline at the back like that's what's yes. underneath his ponytail um that's his, that is his but he ponytail. just he, he <laughs> has maybe yeah it's just like his hair is pulled back so tightly but he just like everything like every like glance he has in the, in, in the movie yes. or any, anything it's just like 
he has to do it so dramatically. It's just like, I own this movie. Like, this is like... Yeah, like, there's always there should always be lightning crashing on him and a thunderclap, you know? Which is why, like, why I feel like this is not Anaconda. This is Sarone, because he is, like, he's the true Anaconda. Like, maybe that's, like, a, he's, like, a metaphorical Anaconda. He's the snake. Yeah. He's the snake. <laughs> he's the real... It's like, who's the real snake here? It's Sarone. Um, it's like if he, he... And also, he does have... I mean, it is John Voight, and he does have a... A, an ability to draw the eye in in a way it's it's a bizarre performance i felt like it was like as if tommy was so played a failed priest turned <laughs> snake catcher <laughs> just because it's so from the bowels of i don't know where and because he does kind of dominate also the, it's a proper thing for the character to do he does dominate every scene he's in like you mm-hmm. can't not watch him but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily a pleasurable sensation for yeah. me. <laughs> Could you imagine little, Tommy Wiseau uh, uh, playing this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, based on what I've heard uh, about working with him, I don't know that he would have lasted in the Amazon, you know, with the kind of <laughs> things everybody had to, you know, put up with. Because they were actually shooting, you know, in like Amazonian uh, 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 rivers and things like that for a period. There was also yeah. a lot of stuff they did back in the States, but they did travel down South for a lot. And then, but they uh, apparently couldn't find actual, <laughs> actual fireflies to do the short, dainty, feminine little flashes versus the <laughs> long, drawn out, manly flashes that Professor Kale, such a funny name to K- Professor Kale. Professor uh, Kale. <laughs> Have you ever known a kale? I mean, he's not English. If he were English, it might make more sense. Yeah. But he's just he's maybe just he was Soltz. supposed to be, and then they're like, "Well, we already have uh, uh, whatever his name is." Oh, uh, with uh, Westridge, yeah, Mister Westridge, yeah, Westridge. I don't know. Well, because also, okay, this is the other thing. During that firefly scene, like they're standing out there and they're getting all you know doughy eyed. Now she's into yeah. him, and I'm like, what? I'm I'm Adrian King. What is going on? <laughs> but uh, that's Friday the Thirteenth reference there. But because the thing is, I don't even remember the the lines were ridiculous that they yeah. shared, and then he well, leaned in to kiss her, so unprompted, and I was like, ew. But then I think one of them says. I think she says it. I can't remember who says, I missed you. And I'm like, oh, you guys. Oh, okay. 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 So this isn't even like sexual tension leading up to like the, the, the inevitable first time. Like you guys have a history. It's all of that, like kind of new newbie, like, like, like that new energy about you. You guys were just role playing, I guess. I don't, I don't know. They were trying to, they were trying to be profesh. But <laughs> here's the thing, like, I, cause, you know, I keep having to ask you, like, what is this person's, like, the only person's name I remember is Paul Cerrone. Because um, it's like, none of these characters of just, like, have any sort of impact. Like, I just, like, I know who they are because, like, these are famous faces playing them, like Ice Cube, mm-hmm. J-Lo, Owen Wilson. But right. it's like, these are such non-characters. Um, and apparently... <laughs> And I don't know how true this is. Like, this is on IMDb. Um, it says that Jillian Anderson. I think yes. there's another name as well. Um, yeah. Who was the other one? You're going to love it, you ghost ship stan you. Juliana Margulies. Okay, I do not <laughs> stand that one. movie at all. Thank you. Um, 
But there, okay, no, but there was two different things that it, that it said about Gillian Anderson. But it, it said that yes. Gillian Anderson, uh, obviously, uh, Dana Scully, X-Files, um, yeah. and Juliana Margulies turned down the role that, that J-Lo took. But then there's mm. another blurb there that says that they tried, they were like auditioning for the role of... Denise or something yeah. or, or yeah. at least Jillian That's Anderson wasn't like this this does not make any sense because like Mm-mm. there's no way that Jillian Anderson would even no. like want anything to do with this movie to begin with so I I, I could see them coming to her and, and her turning it down but like you can't <laughs> say in one line that she's going to turn down the lead of, well, that, of Terry but yeah. but because she really wanted this like sub role of Denise <laughs> <laughs> and then lost it to um yeah. To uh, Carrie Wurrer. I, I, I guess that's how you pronounce Wurr. her name. Wurrer. Wurrer. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but um, no, you, that's just why you can't trust the IMDb trivia all of the time. Because it also made the claim that the longest Anaconda, actual Anaconda, Anaconda measured in uh, like Amazon rainforests was 40 feet long. And every resource that I turned to off IMDb said... The longest anaconda on record is 33 feet long. That was the longest one yeah. on record. And a lot of the, them have been perceived to be longer, <laughs> but you, it's usually when they're in their coils. And it's like, oh, that must be 40 feet long. It's like, well, you can't tell. It's coiled up around its prey right now. So yeah. screw you. Um, <laughs> but... Um, but then we come upon uh, the the uh, the first snake kill. <laughs> we get the... Uh, <laughs> the POV of Annie <laughs> yeah. chasing after, um, I assumed it was a panther, but uh, actually one of the, it could have just been a black jaguar, which I think it is because um, ja- I, I, I'm always of two minds about, I can say it jaguar or say jaguar, which is how I was raised to say it. What do you say? Jaguar. Okay. We'll say jaguar on the pod, but um, it's very English to say jaguar. jaguar. But, uh, jaguar. jaguar. Now you're making me think about Jaguar. <laughs> jaguar. Jagu- <laughs> I don't know why. I'm trying to enunciate. I like you. You got me thinking. About <laughs> we'll just say Jaguar. Um, Let's just call J-A-G-W-I-R. it the Jag. W I R. The Jag. Yeah. Okay, so the Jag. <laughs> it's it's not long for this world. But apparently, Jags are something that uh, uh, actual anacondas feed on uh, in the rainforest. I'm assuming possibly smaller, but because they can kill humans, they don't often, but um, because they can, they could get a full-grown, I guess, jag if they wanted. But um, mm-hmm. So that was authentic, That it's a, if it's a black jag. Um, I had a huge question when I was watching it because I was like, oh, it's constricting it. Like, it's wrapping around its coils. Is that what anacondas actually do? And they do. They actually are constrictors. Not boas, but, you know, anaconda constrictors. And they mm-hmm. love to wrap around things and basically, like, you know, squeeze them until they stop breathing and then they devour them. They they do unhinge their jaw and they do swallow things whole and they do make uh, kind of like, you know, food babies in there. <laughs> Not in their stomach, because I don't know what part of the anaconda would be considered the stomach. It's the whole length of the anaconda. But yeah. so that was true. But uh, it, they rarely squeeze out eyes. Like this one did. It squeezed the jag so tightly that its eye popped out. And I didn't know whether to... I don't know. I, I wanted I to laugh, like but I also... I feel like this should have been a 3D movie. <laughs> and the eye would have popped out towards yeah. the camera. If they ever remake Anaconda, 
It'll be Anaconda 3D. Uh huh. Yeah, why not? I, they should re- revisit it and just make the whole thing. Bring back J Lo, you know, an Ice Cube. I could have sworn I didn't revisit the trailer before this, but I could have sworn there was a trailer where there was actually a shot of a CGI Anaconda like going toward the camera with its mouth open yeah. and you, to the point where it's like going to swallow the camera. Maybe that was like Python. And, oh, maybe that was. Yeah. I haven't seen that one either. This was my first time seeing Anaconda, y'all. Oh, so. really? Yeah, I had never I'd seen, seen it, it once. Before. Yeah, what did you think then? Uh, I just, I just didn't remember it, which is probably <laughs> what my takeaway is going to be like a week from now. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's enjoyable. Like, okay, well, let, let's just look. Like, IMDb, this movie is rated, or like it has a a user rating of 4.8 out of 10. Mm. Um, which, I mean, like, it's, as bad and dumb as this movie is, I think that that misrepresents it i think like at least i would say like 5.4 at the lowest like that's where i would see it but let's just mm. let's see what rotten tomatoes says i'm comfortable let's see what the, the 4.8 you're comfortable with 4.8 but like 4.8 uh, yeah. like i think valentine had 4.8 and like that to me is like no that should be like six at least that deserves higher that yeah. valentine definitely deserves higher but anaconda um, I mean, I got I got exactly what it said on the tin. You know, it was advertised absolutely perfectly. Um, so Anaconda, really okay, ooh, yes. So on Rotten Tomatoes, Anaconda has a thirty eight percent tomato meter, and then the audience score is twenty four percent. So the, the audience hated this even more than than the critics did. <laughs> I just I think that this is like it's a delightful piece of fluff. Like there's. Maybe it's just because I was watching it from like the the viewpoint of this being like a a two two D like Disney animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that, sure, that's, that's what got me through it. I mean, it, I, I, again, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it, but um, <laughs> like actually, the, one of the next moment when they're like just deciding like where they're going to go and the route they're going to take. And Paul starts to kind of like, uh, Cerrone starts to plant like these, you know, ideas of maybe we should go this way. And Terry's like, you know, asking him while he's navigating them. She says, so are we getting close? And he goes, just around this bend. And then he, he may as well, if he had a mustache, he'd be twirling it around the end of his finger yeah. going. Hey, and hey, see, hey, if this hey, was hey, a Disney hey. movie, that's where they would insert a, a musical number, which would be like, just around the river bend. <laughs> that was <laughs> not sung by a heavy. That was sung by a hero. But they but, would, um, they would have like transformed it into like a villain. song. Well, what would Cerrone's like villain song be? Probably I uh actually uh, the villain from uh uh Pocahontas the one who sings about mining and getting all the gold and cuz he's <laughs> motivated by greed that's one of the things that I'm not I that I really really don't like about Sarone as a villain is the fact that he seems to be completely motivated by uh, greed and by uh, acquisition of of funds. Like he's just trying to, and he doesn't mind how many of these people get killed, how many of them get screwed over. He is convinced yeah. he's going to trap this, this giant animal. Oh yeah, he's totally he's yeah. To, he, like and, no, you're not wrong. And then when then you sell say it to you know, Have like any dimension as as a villain. Like he's, no. he's that's basically. All he is. I'm just saying that you know he's more of a, a villainous presence than the snakes are. Well, cause, yeah. If anything, the snakes are, the snakes are kind of snakes. victimized uh, in in this movie quite a bit. But. Well, okay, let's not go crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they are aggressive. Let's get, we're going to get they're... Peta in on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, so anyway, so they sail over to like, and they find these snake totems over at what I call Anaconda Temple. <laughs> I feel like we're um, jumping all around because that happened already. No, that happens after I took these notes. That happens okay. after just around these band, or did it? I don't know. Maybe I fucked up. But you are. But you talked <laughs> about the firefly scene. Well, yeah, I, that, that I jumped after. ahead. I okay. forgot I had notes. I forgot I had notes. Okay, well, say um, what you got to say about the totems, and, and we'll move. That's on. all I had to say, and now we're okay, moving so on. So, totems. okay, so then we find ourselves with uh, Gary and Denise, like uh, kind of ducking out to get it on, and that's when uh, they're attacked God, by um, a wild boar. Right, and, and who's there to save the day? None other than. Paul Cerrone with his uh, rifle. That's right. He shows up with the gun. Uh, do you think he was hunting them? <laughs> uh, do you think he was hunting like wild boar or hunting uh, Gary? Like, do you think he he did that just to play the to, to play the hero or because he knew a boar was? Going I think to that this was just a case of them? like the movie being like we need to throw in more like jump scares or red herrings of just like <laughs> like is this going to be the snake no it's just a wild boar but now we got food for for a long time because i mean like right every i think that like most of them are pretty much like they're still very much team Sarone at the beginning like there's some, obviously um professor kale um and just by proxy terry are like a little like hesitant of him like they don't trust him but everyone else is like Oh, this guy's like pretty cool. Like I like especially like right. Owen Wilson, who's probably just like, wow, like <laughs> he, he really knows his stuff. He he just like saved us from a wild boar. And now we've got wild boar meat. <laughs> one, one thing I didn't make note of was when uh Professor Kale gets taken out by the mosquito, the giant mosquito or whatever, the giant bug. Um that's we, I don't mask. know if we've gotten we past that already. No. That I don't know if we've gotten Yeah, we, okay, we're, well, we're not there yet. We're 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 at the 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 Gary and Denise attacked by a wild boar and Paul Cerrone <laughs> saves them. <laughs> yeah. And and they're bringing the 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 boar the boar meat on board. <laughs> right. We'll eat this summer. Great. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of like looking at him like what who the fuck is this guy? Yes, more yeah. shots of Cerrone's villainy. He's the most tr- untrustworthy a man, a man alive. And he's and not he's even like trying control. to like he's not even good at hiding it. But I think like most no. of them are just like too stupid or just like they're they're not like they don't have enough like like their balls aren't <laughs> big enough to like <laughs> to confront him. I mean he is kind of a scary all... fuck. So but I did... So did Gary and Denise like back off because the rope got caught in the boat propeller? Because now I'm already losing the movie. No. Like we're, when... no. no, okay. Like they're they're just going along the the lazy river you know what that's what this movie so should they have just been called stopped? the they jungle just put down anchor the D- jungle. disney's the jungle cruise <laughs> <laughs> no there, they're getting no now there's now they're like stuck and yeah i think this is where they they lose the oil because that's kind of like this is where the, the movie the gas, happens because i feel like most like yeah most of everything at this point is them making bad decisions because they're trusting Cerrone. But we get to a mm. point here where they actually, they lose the fuel and then it's kind of like, well, we can't turn back now. Or at least he tells mm. them we can't turn back. It's like, it's going to be faster to move forward. Um, oh. And I think this is where, that's the thing with this movie. Like every time like something happens, that's like mm. very like plot um, devicey. 
I tune out because it's just like I'm not paying attention to what like I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> so I think that's that's the why first it's one. all in the middle. It all becomes a blur because it's basically yeah. like, oh, Sarone is manipulating everybody, but not even really manipulating them. He's just telling them what to do, and they're doing it. Yeah. Even Terry, who I think is supposed to be our leader on the ship, our like de facto leader, our final girl, and <laughs> well, and also the director. She's supposed to be in control of the situation, and she's completely submitting the production to the stranger. And he, and Danny's spending Let's, the whole time telling her like yeah. we don't even know this guy, and she's just kind of like, well, live and let live. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's thinking, yeah. and she doesn't ever step up and confront Nobody him. Nobody really, really, yeah, because 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 we're at the part now because uh, I think Sarone is like, well, I got to go in the water, and and I think it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like this like this macho like face off where Kale's like, no, I'll do it, like because I got to <laughs> prove myself, and there's this this part because because uh kale's like underwater where he's yes. playing around with a propeller that i guess is jammed and she is with the rope tying... the, the rope got caught in the propeller yeah, yeah. she's on the boat and she's tying it out. her hair back she's tying yep. her hair back and just like and just doing her you know like sexy j-lo thing which you know she's mm-hmm. not trying to be sexy but it's j-lo so she is <laughs> and he's sitting there serone and he's just like he's making that face that that constipated mm-hmm. look and it's like like I don't know if he's looking at her or looking like off mm-hmm. somewhere else. Like they didn't really like stage this very well, but she's looking at him like, <laughs> "What? Like you creep? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like oh, are you right. physically yeah, okay well, right now?" There. He's he's doing the 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 syringe or whatever, I don't or, like the dart. The no, dart. That was he's like filling the dart with. No. That's. Okay, whatever. I don't remember. He's always doing some weird shit. He's doing like weird shit. He's always doing some weird shit. Yes. But yeah, this is this is the part where like when they're fixing the propeller and uh, Kale, Mm -hmm. I guess like what you said is like it it was a mosquito in his mouth or something. It was giant, and I think they called it a mosquito, but it's like supposed to be a big rainforest mosquito, which is odd because if it was alive and it could like block his, but like an underwater mosquito, Uh like I. I don't know, but see, the thing is, I think we're supposed to be led to believe that Sarone planted that mosquito in his oxygen mask. But the thing is, why would a mosquito stay put in an oxygen mask? So he's a saboteur. Yeah, we see a shot of him doing it later. No, no, we don't see a shot of him doing it. But later on in the movie, yeah. he cops to it. He's just kind of like, I don't know. Oh, they're like, you, 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 you know, let us down the rotten path every way doing this thing and doing this thing. She starts listing off all of his sins. He's like, you forgot about the mosquito. And then she slaps him. Like, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. So see, these are things that I was not even fucking like <laughs> cognizant of because I was just like. And literally at that point, like the movie was on autopilot and I was watching it. But what do they do? What's this procedure? It's like a tracheotomy or yeah he performs a tracheotomy yeah. on him i mean a which is gross one, i yeah. hate like seeing yeah. like you know like <laughs> we're watching like it's probably gray's anatomy it's, here <laughs> it's it's supposedly one of the easiest medical uh uh procedures i'm just thinking of like and that you can execute was it saw five I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does it when, when he starts talking like that, because he yeah. has Drake and everything. Yeah, I yeah. love that. But um <laughs> no, um but okay, so so he gets traked and then he has to like go under. And I heard I can't find any confirmation of this on IMDB or uh, I, I, I did a, a an Akosia, which is environmentally sound Google because they plant trees. Yeah. Akosia, guys, search engine, look into it. Um E C O S I A. Anyway. Um <laughs> 
they don't they don't they're not a sponsor but <laughs> we all got to do our part okay, anyway come on come on come on <laughs> <laughs> no but um okay so what i heard at the time i could have sworn was that eric stoltz was supposed to have a larger role <clears throat> and while they were down in the amazon he ended up getting bit by i don't know if it was a spider or a mosquito or something and it ended up like making him very very sick so he was out and they had to basically rewrite the script. And this is just a rumor I heard. I don't know if it's true. Um, and maybe I'm misremembering it and thinking it's something else. But why else? All I could think while I was watching it is like, if it's not this movie, why would Eric Stoltz take this role? Where he basically does nothing. He flirts a little with J-Lo and then he just lays down all sweaty. For you know, the, sometimes <laughs> for the rest if, of the- you know, an actor needs a paycheck. You know, yeah, that's You don't true. know what's going sometimes on you work. in their in their life at the, at this point. You know, it's just like it's an yeah, easy it's an you... easy paycheck. Um, but there's nothing easy about this movie. <laughs> well, I mean, but little I, did he know. <laughs> that said, I don't understand why anybody took any of the roles in this yeah. movie. Actually, but anyway, it seems like it. What was it? it must who, have been who directed a bitch this? Was shoot. it like somebody of like? Note? I looked it up. It, it's it's a, no. It's an actor named Luis Yosa. Two L's O S A. Yeah. Um. Like like Yosa like tortilla or Yorona, and he um. I looked up his IMDb to see. Did he, are there any other anacondas in his <laughs> filmography? Nothing quite so highbrow. There's a lot. He did, hasn't directed much. He's directed like he's got like ten credits to his name. Mostly a producer and mostly of Spanish language content. And I, I didn't recognize anything that I saw. And the screenplay was by three men, which made a lot of sense. Uh, Hans Bauer, Jim Cash, and Jack Epps Jr. I didn't look any of them up because. I didn't care, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, um, we're yeah. So now we're upon the the wreckage the, of uh, the poachers' ship that the, that they come yes. upon, and they think mm-hmm. that you know there might be fuel on there, so they're going to mm-hmm. go investigate. Yeah, and this is where we get um, uh, M- Matteo Cerrone and Danny who comes along. And, like, Danny brings his camera. Right. So I feel like at this point, like, there's, like, because there's, like, two factions here. Like, some of them are, like, well, the the documentary is fucked, but we still got to get something out of this. And I think, like, Mm -hmm. that's why they're keeping Cerrone around, because they're, like, he's an interesting enough character that, like, let's just film him. And then, obviously, the other people are just, like, let's just take him wherever the fuck we need to get rid of him. And... Like we gotta go to a hospital, obviously. Because, there's even because there's even that there's even that moment with Westridge where he's doing his thing and he's narrating, yeah. and Sarone steps right in front because he's talking about supposedly it can, you know it can't be confirmed, yeah. but pe- it's the legend has it that blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> and then Sarone steps in front. And he's like, "No, you can believe me. You can believe." He does his best Al Pacino in Scarface, and he goes, <laughs> "You can believe anything I say. Say hello to my little friend." And then he. <laughs> But he's just like, no, you come back. If you don't believe me, you can leave me by the side of the river. And it's like, oh, I wish they had. And they're, and they're all, <laughs> we yeah, gotta gotten like, some real snake action. <laughs> but they're all like, wow, what was that about? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he won't lose it again. Like he seems like an otherwise, you know, mentally yeah. stable person, an upright standing, an upstanding citizen. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but oh, you yeah, know what? So... We also we also yeah we. Completely bypassed. See, we're not doing a really good job of like following this, <laughs> but there's the part where they had to blow up the the dam, the wall. 
Yeah. And that's where like, that's where they lose the the fuel because they, they put the dynamite and blow this thing up and that, that's right. That causes the it's, fuel to go up. But the it's boat. so and incidental. And all the snakes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so incidental, that, you're saying? Well, because that's so, in, it's so incidental, the drums, because you get like one shot of them tumbling. There's yeah. three drums, I guess, of fuel. Mm-hmm. And they, and then there's another shot of somebody jumping on them. I don't remember who. It was Sarone. Trying to like, Sarone, trying to probably salvage pushing them, them off. Like, he was probably Probably. Pushing, yeah. Probably. But the thing is, that moment is so incredibly overshadowed by the rain of snakes yeah. that are that are falling on the actors. And the, the, even just the, the exchange is just kind of like, like, oh, look at that little baby snake. Because well, it's hey, sucking on go. Westridge's uh, <laughs> finger. And, he, and he's, finger. he's like, like ah! wrapped around him. Yeah. Get this fucking snake off my Piccadilly. But um, <laughs> then... then <laughs> It's like, oh, go back to your mother's. Oh, this snake is suck on your thumb, eh? I mean, it's just so, it's so stupid. Well, he's but like then French also, now. like, he's, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, at a certain point, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, <laughs> but also, like, they make a comment. I think Owen Wilson is the one who makes a comment. Like, he's just kind of look at that baby snakes. He's just kind of like, they're not all babies. I don't remember who it is who says it because there's like one big one that has a frog. In its mouth, it's just like this stationary kind of like yeah. snake puppet they made that has like this little frog, you know, mole. I just think it's hilarious that like Eric Stoltz, like Professor Kale is like supposedly the alpha here. And like with him being out of commission, like everyone is powerless against uh, Sarone's <laughs> influence and manipulation because like kale is not like like there's nothing alpha about him that <laughs> he's like no he, not at all he was he was basically like the person who had the knowledge but even then like westridge had all the knowledge too so it almost seemed like there was like an he was an extra character there because they needed like j-lo to have <gasps> a love interest or maybe if Eric Stoltz did get bit by something and was very sick and couldn't shoot, maybe yeah. Westridge was supposed to be this movie's C-3PO. Yeah. And then when Kale got taken out, they gave all of the Kale st- action, or most of it, not all of it, obviously, because Kale does come back maybe. a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Barely. so maybe Westridge, because Westridge gets some really heroic moments later. That well, we'll the cover, thing is, but, like, um, there's nothing in terms of, like, like DVD or Blu-ray releases of this movie that have any sort of insight into them. Like the Blu-ray that I got, which like costs nothing, uh, does not have so much as a trailer on it. Like literally you pop it in and the movie starts. And then there's like the menu, the menu, all the, the only option is play movie. And it's like on the, I looked up like the DVD to see like, well, maybe there was more when that originally got released. And all it says is uh, trailers and animated menus. Because animated oh menus were like a big deal back in in the late yeah, 90s, yeah, I yeah. guess. So there's like everyone involved with this movie had at, like either like nobody cared to um, seek them out afterwards and and be like, hey, do you want to talk about Anaconda? Like, there's literally nothing to say about this movie uh, in terms of like anyone who was in it or worked on it. Um, so I mean, maybe I I mean I would be interested like if they ever did like you know like a like a Scream Factory a or, or something factory, like yeah. release and just like get people together. Obviously, I don't see J Lo ever <laughs> doing anything well, about that. But I mean, like you know, I, you could get like Eric Stoltz uh, or <laughs> what were you Ice saying? Cube. 
No, I've I don't know. I, Ice Cube vintage. probably. Ice Cube, I feel, is like this movie's beneath him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But I mean, uh, I saw some footage. I didn't get to do much uh, before. Like I was setting up for all this, and I, I was also eating dinner. So, yeah. but I was playing one interview I found on YouTube with uh, J Lo at the time when she was promoting the film, and all she did was talk about her fear of rats because she's not afraid of snakes. And a lot of the other people in the cast and crew were. <laughs> so it wasn't scary for her to have snakes like all over her. But then the interviewer started teasing her, talking about rats. And she was like, oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. And she's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, there's literally, there is nothing to talk about. Because it's they, they couldn't sit there and go like, so obviously this was a part that was enticing. You know, yeah. uh, Gillian Anderson was in demand, Juliana Margulies, and you passed both of them them up and got the role. How does that feel? Feel <laughs> Probably feels like you're on top of the world, huh? She'd be like, oh, it's such a gift. Like, there's not, there, that interview doesn't exist. Yeah. And the only other one that I found well, you have was to, like Even John like think Voigt. about like the other movies that she was doing at this time, like this, this is like, this is a movie that's beneath J-Lo um, that I felt like this is literally like this was a huge blockbuster. It was probably going to be paying a lot. And that's what it was, was a paycheck movie because she was doing Selena. She'd already done Selena. She was doing that. What, mm-hmm. what was the one with George Clooney? Uh, out of At sight. sight. Or, out, of or sight. out of sight. Maybe. Um, at like first she, sight was the rom com. Yeah, you're right. It's I don't think she sight. was at first sight. That was that was someone else. But. That was a rom com with Mira Servino and uh, Val Kilmer. That one's where really he, good. Where he was, we should have watched where that. Where he was blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should have done an episode on that. But um, yeah, she was like, this This was basically, I think everyone knew what this movie was. And everyone still knows what this movie is. So I, I mean. Right, right, right. I, I'm curious to know things about it. But at the same time, like, I don't have to. If I never found out anything about Anaconda, I could <laughs> die, like, the same way I would have either way of just being like, my life is complete. I, <laughs> there's nothing about this movie that I, <laughs> that would have changed anything. Um, yeah. The only other, the only other interview I saw was with John Voight and all he did was talk about his other movies that he's made in his career. He didn't really talk about. So the, yeah, they probably like, yeah, all. they probably did this and they're just like, fuck, like, let's just get this over. Yeah. With. Like, like ask me your questions, but really let's just talk. Let's just chill. And the interviewers seemed to really rather, you know, opt to to chat with the stars, yeah. then you know, get get a soundbite because nobody's waiting on the sound bites for Anaconda. Yeah. But um, anyway, but, but so, before, yes, yes, yes. Oh no, no, no! Go ahead, because it sounds like you had some well, because we, we started to talk. Well, we started to talk about like Mateo and the CGI, mostly snake attack um, <laughs> on him. Well, no, no, no. Okay, um, so you're pro- jumping ahead here because we're at the because we're no, no, talking about the I, scene where they come to the, the poachers. <laughs> <laughs> yes i know but what but there's but before, there's stuff that we find out here because they, they I, I know i'm about to say it. but you're you're jumping ahead to cgi <laughs> you we already jumped ahead oh my god we're never doing a chronological pod again this is too stressful but i was gonna say was just like terry has that moment where she's like wondering where they're all being taken she's having like an aside conversation with danny it's just like I wonder where he's taking us. I'm like, well, if you're, oh my God, if you're the one in charge and this is your film and this is the reason everybody is out here, take some responsibility, like press yeah. him, like get in his face, make him tell you something and make sure you got your yeah. people behind you so he knows that he's got to fight well, all of you or We're or, still at that, know, like April 11th to uh, 1997, like we're still at a, a point here. Buffy the Vampire Slayer had just come out. So, you know, like we're not like female 
leads weren't given the opportunity yet to to actually lead the movie. Uh, it, like especially like '90s action movies, like yeah, it's they're they're at a point where they're like they they'll assist. Like you know, we've talked about this before, where it's like the 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 female character, the heroine, gets to like have a moment where she like jumps on the killer's back and like and you know fends them off for for a little bit. But it's always like the 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 hero the the guy who gets the 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 kill of the movie and the, you know we see that here but like with J Lo like she's allowed she's she can have her kick ass moments but she's not gonna be the one making any uh, deciding like big decisions i can't speak right now uh of of what the group's gonna do <laughs> she's she's just gonna be the person like she's she's observing. Because that was like that was the rule for for them in the '90s in '90s action uh-huh. thrillers is like we're gonna but observe, at, but and we might talk at a turn. <laughs> what? But we're, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, at one point, I'm not going to talk about. At one point in the '90s, like I, 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 oh no, at one point during the movie, I was watching the movie. Yeah. And I just started to really miss another River movie called The River Wild that starred Meryl Streep. And she got to kick ass in it and she got to take lead. And she actually got to be, you know, the 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 predominant character, yeah. you know, like the the, the major foe. Because that's was going Meryl up fucking Bacon's. Streep. Like Meryl Streep is exactly. not, Meryl Streep takes <laughs> she's selective about her roles. She's not gonna do something for a paycheck. So like if this if they brought this movie oh, to Meryl Streep. She she's Meryl's, done things for a paycheck, but th- but that I mean one like in particular but, like and that that one was released in 1994, so it wasn't yeah. impossible for it to happen in the night. Not impossible, so, but I feel like the, with someone with like a sex pot like J Lo at the time, like <laughs> there, <laughs> could you imagine like Meryl Streep taking this role? <laughs> no, no, she would look no. at she would I don't she understand. Would, I, she wouldn't even she wouldn't even read the first page. She would look at the title. And she'd laugh and just be like, ah. "Oh no!" And no, just toss it behind. So. Um, I don't know why J Lo took this role though. Either I mean, yeah. she's the most passive character, and and for somebody who who you know, I mean, I'm, I'm I can't remember exactly when her own music career started to mount up, but she always seemed to be a badass, you know, depicted in that way. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it didn't mean anything to her. Maybe it was just a paycheck. I have no idea. Okay. But it's, it seems, it seems unfathomable to me, uh, <laughs> particularly for her because she is so passive, yeah. so incredible. Like she, we brought up Leprechaun a lot and she's right up there with, Tori, Tori yeah. Jennifer Aniston's character in Leprechaun, with as far as passivity it's, and yeah, ineffectiveness. In another Jennifer, too. <laughs> another Jennifer. Oh, the Jennifers are getting the raw deal yeah. here in the 90s. Uh, anyway, so, so back to uh, Matteo, Sarone, and Danny as mm-hmm. they're, they're boarding the poacher ship. And this is where we yes. find the big revelation of the movie, which, I mean, is not really like any shocker at all, is where we find out that from a newspaper clipping (laughs) where it's implied that (laughs) Sarone and Mateo already know each other because they're, they're in the photo with Danny Trejo's poacher character Mm -hmm. uh, to Mm -hmm. suggest that this was all like uh, pre-planned. 
that Mateo They were casting yeah. glances at each other for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, no, they they yeah, they definitely they they weren't subtle about that at all of this twist in the movie. Yeah. And this wasn't even a twist like he <laughs> he grabs the the paper the newspaper and just like put crumples it up and I guess puts it in his pocket because they find it later rather than like discarding it somewhere yeah, you know yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in the jungle in the vast <laughs> swamp. Um but anyway, they're they're we don't even get anything out of Mateo anymore because as Danny and uh, and Cerrone are, are carrying this crate, and I don't I don't even remember yeah. what's in it. That's how little I. I they thought it was fuel. They thought it was fuel. Yeah. Um, I don't but it was something. It was. That, but was it something that um, that Cerrone needed? I don't remember. Yeah, irrelevant, I I guess. But uh, yeah, Yeah. it's like it's everything that likes that's happening like means nothing because literally we're just waiting to get to the snakes, and we finally get firearms. Was it the firearms? Because later on he has the gun. Was it the? Maybe it was the guns. I don't know. He's a poacher. But like I'm saying, none none of that is relevant because all all we care about is like what? When are we gonna get to the snakes? Yep. Like I want to see the snakes, <laughs> and we get that like pretty much right away because uh, Mateo slips like an idiot and falls into <laughs> the water. And this actually, I really like how they did this with the the anaconda, just like the way that it coiled around its victims, and the, how the camera sort of did this three hundred and sixty. You know, even though even though it's you know we got the we got the shitty looking CGI. But it's still it like really the effect was. of it. The effect of it still like I liked the way they did that. Like just imagine a two D animated Disney movie, and if you saw that in <laughs> in Disney, you'd be like, "Wow!" Like Disney's really making some innovations here in their animation. I did see it in Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. When did Aladdin come snake. out? Nineteen ninety-two, I think. Or was it? And did it they do? Did they three? do the same thing? Did they do the same thing where it was like when Jafar he turns into the the cobra? Well, he co- and he's yeah, but giant. he coils around. But did, but did it actually? But it did. Did it do the the camera? I don't know if it did, did a three sixty. It did a one eighty. It did a one eighty for sure. Yeah, because it started from like the well, the POV of Aladdin and sway. Clearly, whoever made Jafar's this movie POV. was a huge fan of Disney movies, and I think, like, that's, <laughs> we can't stop talking about th- them. That's the takeaway here. <laughs> That's the takeaway here. They were making their own failed animated Disney movie, so they just did live action because yeah. it, the dream was never going to happen. So um, Mateo gets attacked by the CGI snake, and uh, well, know, now they're all now they're all on the the boat again, and they're just like, "Where's Mateo?" And yeah, right. Everyone wants to like look for him and wait, and I think Sarone's just like, "No, it's too late." And it's this really weird. I don't know, like, I, when I watch this scene, I just, like, it looks like they got, uh, they had to, like, reshoot John Voight's scenes, or when they filmed it, John Voight wasn't there, because, like, he's standing in front of this very fake-looking backdrop, like, it's supposed to be a sunset, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, definitely a green screen, while everyone on the other side is, like, actually there, like, like, in the scene. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. I I do remember that shot yeah. where he's t- he's like, no, he's probably gone by now. And and then also, I think Danny is the one who wants to go. He doesn't want to stick around and wait for that snake to come and attack the yeah. boat. And Terry again fucks everything up and says, "We need to wait here until the morning. If it were you, you'd want us to wait for you." And it's like, no, because I'd be dead. 
And I think Danny even says as much. And she, she just, no, I, I think it was, no, that was too, to I think it was Westridge. Westridge was the one. Oh, Westridge didn't want to, yeah, Westridge. But Danny didn't want to stay either, did he? I thought Danny, yeah, but they like, too, but, but those Westridge, two, those two Westridge are like got childhood all, friends, so they, they don't fight. You what, know, they, yeah. But Westridge got all, <laughs> yeah, he's freaking out at this point. <laughs> he he, like, he wants to get the fuck out of it. He knows that Mateo held up is his dead. bloody finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because he's well, fucking the, dead. That's, that's why. The, like, <laughs> yeah, Westridge is like the one that he gets like beat up the most in this movie because you know, we haven't seen it yet. But we got the the scene with the monkey. But uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, already yeah. he's already gotten bit by the snake, and now <sighs> they're. They're like, yeah, we're we gotta fucking stick around because Mateo. And we're at the halfway point, and all I all I can think now that we've seen the snake is <laughs> they planted the seed about the regurgitation. When am I gonna get to see somebody be regurgitated? And uh, not yet um, is is the answer <laughs> because then. They're all there at night, and uh, Gary and Denise are. Uh, she's like asking him, like, you know, what do you like? I don't remember exactly what it is. And then she basically she asks him, like, do you think he's still alive? And he basically doesn't say anything and just kind of goes like, Yeah, come on, let's go to bed. You yeah. know, just and but, you know, he wait, I gotta like chat with with the villain here because yeah because you know this he's he's basically the iago uh too so so is the idea that basically he let denise go off to sleep alone so he could chat with sarone and that's when sarone like mind washed him like (laughs) brainwashed i mean i don't know basically i don't know if he had to try that hard because i think danny's just (laughs) stupid like really gary 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 sorry Gary. Now, but this is the scene that you were talking about where he's filling up the tranquilizers and she's like resting in the she's chair asleep. and she like morning, looks over and he's morning, and right. he's making another fuck he's doing those faces to her again like the hey, hey good morning, good morning. Like, yeah. like like he smelled cauliflower cooking and <laughs> but he's but he likes it. Oh. And she's just like, like fuck uh, this and like closes the door. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but yeah. It's like okay. Do something. <laughs> well, all she's she's basically just there to nurse uh, Kale. Like you, every time we see her, she's just like dabbing his, his forehead. You know, keeping him so yeah. stupid. <laughs> I miss the River Wild. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so get, no, no, no. We get so we get to the yeah. scene where like he's Sarone is now planning to 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 make the bait. So that's where he shoots the monkey off of the yeah. tree and they're all like what the Which fuck are you sad. doing this is the point yeah. where this is the point where they're starting to question like who is this <laughs> and it's funny he had I'm, dynamite yeah. of his own that he carries because you want to know you always want to be prepared <laughs> but no, every, <laughs> like, no but everyone's sort of like taking a stand but then it's the point where um yeah. where owen wilson Gary. is like yeah yeah Gary is just like, no, I think we could really, do. and it, he does this whole thing. Like he does like the, like when Trump, you know, gets on his podium and he's just like, we gotta, <laughs> this is a really good idea. I, you know, and, yeah. and every, I, I think it's uh, Danny who's just like, no, fuck this. And that's yeah. when Sarone takes out his gun and like shoots at him just to show like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm in business. This so this is where I, this is where I'm gonna reveal to every, all of you that I actually am a villain, um, because you're too stupid to have not figured it out by this point. And Owen and Wilson, <laughs> yeah, and Owen Wilson is is basically the the um, 
like the parrot, Iago. The Smee. <laughs> the no, Smee. Or the you know, he, any, the Smee any, to any, his Captain Hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes a full-on ally to the mutiny, basically. Yeah. And he, then, because he, he's the one who ends up holding the gun and just kind of like holding it, but you know, holding them all. And yeah, and then and we've got like, Denise. Who's Who's like That's sitting why I'm there. like, was he brainwashed? Because those were his friends. Yeah. Those were his. The, he was sleeping with Denise, and now he's pointing a gun at but her. But it doesn't. It's like, it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's just like there's nothing. There is no depth uh, to this character's story <laughs> that would suggest a turn. But it's right. The the funny thing about it because like I th- we were talking about um, in in Leprechaun how you were saying had like the scene where Tori Jennifer Aniston like had that moment where she was like really teary eyed, and you're saying that they mm-hmm. like she couldn't muster up the tears so they were using like glycerin or something (laughs) we have the same thing here with denise and she's sitting there and there's just like these tears down her face that just like do not look like (laughs) tears at all because there's a betrayal of her lover (laughs) oh boy and it's like even uh... even like with all these people and it's just like i don't think that like owen wilson gary is like evil enough to like because that's the thing it's like yeah maybe he's like greedy but is he like evil greedy that he's gonna like hold all these people hostage with Sarone? <laughs> like this is the point where i like they should have just all overpowered him and just thrown him off the boat but that's why i think Sarone like did some kind of mind meld thing to him the night before so he's like, like no you you go to bed I, i'm gonna talk to our pal Sarone for a moment so he literally somehow. is like a sorcerer <laughs> like he's that yeah. kind of villain that he's like <laughs> he hypnotized like, mm-hmm. him he hypnotized yeah. him <laughs> <laughs> and then the, we get the monkey in the water and the snake takes the bait and then the snake uh gets up and they put all the lights on it and everything uh to try and blind it is what they said i didn't know what the lights were for in the beginning i thought it was to film it because they wanted to because they were shooting you know uh Cerrone before so i thought shoot him catching this i don't know what's going on uh, none of it makes but, any sense it's just literally the no, movie happening that's all it is is the yeah. movie happening again. <laughs> again but basically annie yeah gets sets Anaconda. her sights on no annie sets her sights on <laughs> jlo on terry yeah because i mean terry full-on runs into one of the indoor quarters like one of the little rooms on the ship yeah. and then the snake bursts through a window to try and get to her when there are people the full-on people like standing just on the the I don't, whatever you call it the deck yeah. of the ship or whatever and while it's doing that that's when i i think i first noticed the snake kind of gargle slash growl it was kind of like a <sighs> No, it's full on screaming. And there's actually, like, there's an actor who's credited as the voice of the snake in this movie. Charles Fleischer. And it's not Uh, like... It's not. It's It's not. But who's that? Charles Fleischer's the voice of Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, this isn't isn't like, you know, a Jurassic Park 3 thing where, you know, it's like, Alan. (laughs) But could you imagine, like, Terry... Terry. <laughs> right. <laughs> that it would have worked. It would actually would have yeah. worked a lot better in this movie than it did in Jurassic Park. But anyway, <laughs> shit shit happens. People get knocked off the boat, including Gary, who then Gary. who then gets coiled up in the in the anaconda's body. <laughs> and oh, and the monkey gets regurgitated. I don't think that happens yet. No, that's not until the next scene. But we have... Oh, is it? Yeah. We See, that's the thing. Like, okay. this movie is... It's all over the place that it's you can't... everything... 
Yeah. Yeah. Everything melts. But together. Terry's okay, trying on, to. Sorry. She's trying to like save Gary, Terry, and Gary um, with the <laughs> with the rifle. But Sarone is like no, and like takes it from him. So literally, like yeah. while while Denise, who's watching, who I I don't know, she's I guess she still is holding a a torch for Gary after everything he's done is like no, oh. like you know they, we have one and of those moments as he's sobbing, getting, and basically at this point, at this point, like Denise yeah. is useless for the rest of the movie, at least the rest yeah, of the movie basically. where she's alive, like she turns into that character. Um, yeah, the the weeping woman character. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of a, an example of that in in uh, know, Veronica like, Cartwright in Alien in the first Alien movie. That's all. Veronica Cartwright slaps <laughs> Ripley and and cries. <laughs> That's basically what her character. But does. It's, she's, she's she does panicking. more after that. But um, yeah. But she like yeah. Uh, Denise is like like she's confrontational, but she, it's just like oh like. How could you do this? And, and, you know, of course, like, you got Saron just snarling and his villain way. He's like, eh, I'm the villain. <laughs> I have the snakes. Um, so, yeah. Now, like, literally. See, now you like, sound French. I, probably, because I can't do this, this voice. But literally, like, at this point, there's, can he. there's four of them. Yes. And I'm talking, like, four of these people and not mm-hmm. including Kale, who's like in like, you know, having a nap. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, he doesn't and count. none of these people are trying mm-hmm. at this point to get like they do. They they have they have to hatch a plan. But it's just like, did yes. it really take that much thought? Like, just yeah. rush the guy. Yeah. He's got to sleep <laughs> at some point. <laughs> And like, if one of you gets, if one of you, like, he can't, the thing is, he cannot handle all four of you. And when there were more of you, he couldn't handle all five or six or seven of you (laughs) all at once. So I don't, uh, and that actually could have been interesting because then we could have seen where, um, uh, I already forgot his name. Um, uh, uh, Captain. Yeah, Mateo, Mateo. Thank you. Then we would have seen where Mateo's true alliance lied. Like, is yeah. he going to stay true to these people who he's working for, or is he going to stay true to his buddy who's got like secrets on him and shit? Yeah. Apparently, I don't. I didn't even remember the photograph. I think I. It just completely popped well, out of my brain. Yeah, but <laughs> now, but now her plan is to like seduce him. Because oh, that's God, and gross. and it works. It works. I know. Like, he how? kisses her, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> but like, well, after spending this whole movie, there's nothing. Since I've had a yeah. woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and all I can and then uh, how he's I he's loved... now like Maurice, uh, the, the yeah, right. candelabra. <laughs> <laughs> Maurice. What was Maurice's? His name? No, Maurice's not Maurice. The, uh, Lumiere. 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 Sorry. <laughs> it's. It's all Disney yeah. to me. It's all Disney. It's all Disney. <laughs> but all the roads lead they to do Disney. the fucking Michael Myers thing to him where they're just like, should we? And yeah. Westridge even says, like, because after they attack him, they're like, should I hit him again? And they're like, no. <laughs> like, what the but, fuck? But, but thank God for Westridge because Danny tried to take take charge and he i guess he got seen in the rear view mirror or the mirror whatever like yeah. in the reflection so immediately like Sarone and Sarone does the gross thing where he like i don't remember if he punches Danny but he takes Danny out he still got a hold of Terry and he kisses her again and i'm like <laughs> ew this is so gross i don't want to watch this movie and then luckily through the window comes Westridge with i think his golf club yeah it's the is golf that what club what he uses 
That's, yeah. yeah. And okay. I'm just kind of like, thank God for you. I, I love Westridge. Anyway, this is, but I think it should have been da- called Westridge. But they, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I forget who it is that they're like, should we throw him in the river? And they're like, no. Yeah. We're gonna tie- like, no, you should have thrown him in the river. Or at least like. It's probably Terry because Terry makes all the worst calls in this movie. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> they tie this- him up Hannibal Lecter style. Yeah. <laughs> And then and then we have and then we get to another thing in the movie which is like the same th- I don't know what the fuck it's like the same thing with the wall and the propeller where it's just like it's a new obstacle that we have to like make oh, our oh, way through. Oh, well, one thing that I actually did it's probably the last thing I really like about yeah. the movie prior to when they get stuck again. Yeah. It's Westridge and Danny like in the uh I don't know what you call it but like the little house of the boat like with the where the where the driving where the wheel is, you know, to turn, to, to drive the boat. The wheel hole. And West, the wheel hole. <laughs> and where Westridge is teaching Danny how to drive the boat. Yeah. Um, and then he just passes it to him and lets it do it. And I was just kind of like, see, I like this. This is cool. Like teamwork. They're actually coming together and like thinking, you know, one of us might not make it. So maybe if we all kind of teach each other yeah. how to do shit, whoever is the last person standing might actually stand a chance, you know? Well, and I, Westrick I could get is like, on board with now that. Now he's like, nice. he's turned into like a badass because he's taken out the bandana. Um, yep. So it's like him and Danny are like bandana bros. And <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I love <laughs> But they're that. all, like they basically, they're they're stuck at the waterfall. That's the, that's the, yeah. the new obstacle. And that's right, the fucking, right. that's the movie. It's just like, it's obstacle after obstacle. But the real thing is like, you could have, overcome any of those easily it's the fact that you have Sarone on the boat and they leave him there with fucking denise who who literally goes like it's like those things it's just like and he calls her on it just like you can't kill me like you're you're not emotionally strong enough like can you actually like and to like look at me never look the the person you kill in the eyes because they will haunt you forever yeah literally yeah Allows herself to to be choked to death by his thighs. <laughs> yeah, and yet she dies almost instantly. That was actually one thing I thought would have been really, really cool if he could kill her anaconda style and not even necessarily uh, – because uh, I was like, it happened so fast. Did he break her neck? Because what would have been cooler for if me you is heard if a he crack. squeezed – Yeah, but, but yeah. even cooler if he killed her anaconda style and just squeezed and just waited it out. Yeah. And we just heard no score, just but, silent, like, like, I, like I said, while she's gasping he's for breath. The true anaconda here, and but he isn't because she dies almost instantly, and you can't suffocate, you can't get choked and die like that quickly unless somebody breaks your neck. The movie, and we well, maybe a, there was, maybe that was like because they had to make this PG thirteen because there was like one thing that was overdubbed <laughs> where they they took out a fuck. Uh, to, to change his like freaking um, so maybe that was another thing they're like the MPAA didn't like, like the sound of like the the neck snap and they but she, they, like, but she dies it. almost instantly it's ridiculous but yeah um, and then we get Westridge who's fucking yes. like running up the, the waterfall um <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and there was part where it was just like because I didn't remember like does he survive this or not? Um, right. But literally, like maybe this is like my favorite kill of the movie of him falling off the waterfall and the snake in the tree, like diving down while attached to the tree branch <laughs> and eating him or like catching him like midair and then coiling around him, um, right? While like all this other right. like pandemonium is going on on the the ship 
Yeah, the only thing I could appreciate about that was the fact that Westridge had essentially, I mean, he didn't really sacrifice himself, as it were, but he did try to distract the snake from attacking uh, Terry and Danny at this point. And um and just have it chase him and but then I think he immediately regretted his decision because yeah. then he go like oh no and just start climbing uh, blimey We're okay yeah yeah blimey yeah so yeah we, we did yeah we did pass the part I don't remember where it was where the snake jumped up and and Rigger just hated the monkey on on yes. Westridge which is it's, the, it's the funniest part of the there. movie um <laughs> <laughs> all right but um then okay this is the thing that pisses me off. Uh, again, another thing, uh, Terry and Danny now are on the deck of the ship while the snake is away Mm -hmm. attacking Westridge and they see, um, Cerrone stand up. He's free (laughs) and he starts to go toward Danny and she even runs out. She runs out onto the deck. Terry does with the gun, aiming it at him saying, Danny, watch out. And he's just like. Oh, shit. And he does the best thing he can. He grabs the first thing he can, which looked like a sail or something, and just pulls it and, and you know, to, like, kind of, like, block Saron's path or his vision or something. Yeah. And Saron, uh, like, pu- like, pushes him down or something like that. And then he goes after Terry. Terry is full on, again, pointing a loaded weapon at Saron mm-hmm. and does not fire at him. Doesn't even, I mean, if she doesn't want to kill him, and I understand some people get nervous about that. Some people don't want to shoot someone to kill. Yeah. Shoot him in the leg, shoot him in the hand, shoot him in the, in the, in the, use in the, the butt of the like, gun to like knock him out. You know? do like, he does that to them. Like, uh, No, shoot him, yeah. shoot him definitely. But you know, if you don't want to kill him, just shoot him in a place that will like, some people aren't like, good with the right. You. Like, you know, they might just like completely miss or, you know, shoot themselves in the she, foot. Or... She waits entirely too long to try. Well, she's got the, to shoot yeah, him. well, she's got the gun, here, because now, like, we're uh, Danny's being attacked by the snake, and this is where she finally is just like, Okay, now I'm gonna sh- use the gun, and effectively so, because like, <laughs> th- this is where the Anna, I, I guess we're calling it Annie, 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 <laughs> yes, is now out for the count. Um, so goodbye, Annie, or at least the green Aunt Annie. Um, well. Well, we forgot about uh, Kale. Well, Kale, no, but no, but Kale is. This is where Kale is like. He's like he's sort of like tossing and turning in his cabin. Like he's he's you know it's like there's a lot of noise on the deck. That it's like I'm gonna go check on like I hear a footfall. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's like he's waking up from his nap. He's waking up from his nap. Like he's ready to come and do something. And he, and he obviously thinks or knows Saron is, you know, like gone, gone rogue. Yeah. And he sees him beating up his friends. So he goes over and he pushes the dart into him. And I yeah. love that Saron, just to remind us, says yeah. into the camera, the dart. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess Saron falls into the water and somebody sees, I don't remember who, that the dart has, it didn't stay in. Yeah. It fell out. Which okay, that shouldn't matter. <laughs> the poison is already an entire, in. an entire section of his anatomy should just be dormant. Yeah. Like he should not be able to walk <laughs> or whatever. And he, but he just shakes it off. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, okay, but then this is one of my like one of my favorite things in the movie because as they're at this point as they're like leaving the the, the waterfall area where they were stuck. 
I guess that yeah. they filmed this the wrong, like the the boat was moving in the wrong direction. So in post production, they just reversed the scene with the waterfall oh in the backdrop. So as the boat is leaving, you're actually watching the waterfall water go up. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. notice that at all. It it yeah, it, I it's, it points <laughs> it points it out on the on the IMDb trivia, but I just thought it was funny because okay. it's so obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, so but I now, don't remember how we get to, I don't, mon- this like mon- monkey blood. <laughs> how do we get well, this there? fucking, this, like, what is this place? Any, like this factory or, or whatever in the middle of yeah, the jungle? Like Tarzan, Tarzan's parents treehouse. I guess. It's, I don't know. Well, no, cause it's got like a smokestack and all this shit, but it's, it's literally like it. It's another, I think they're going there because they're looking for fuel. Like, that's the thing. It's like right. another thing where the movie has to movie, where it's just like, <laughs> that's literally this whole movie. It's just like we go from, like, the characters are not, like, there didn't even need to be any characters in this movie. It literally could have just been Paul Cerrone, <laughs> like, hunting the anaconda, which, you know, might have been more interesting. Um, so we go from, like, set piece to set piece which all look the fucking same to me it's like the same kind of drama and they get to this thing and of course because they because and you know this is no fault of their own because like you said like he should have been dead he should have been immobilized mm-hmm. um but you know they're they're not thinking that uh Saron's going to come back and obviously mm-hmm. he he does because this is where he he knocks them out, and yep. uh, I think it's funny Pours because the monkey blood. Yeah, <laughs> and again, and it's like in the most see... dramatic way possible, too. Yes, <laughs> yeah. No, we see the little hand, the little monkey paw hanging yeah. off the table, and we see the drip going into the bucket. And still, the movie feels the need for him to like start pitching the blood onto them, and he goes monkey blood and i'm like well yeah you mean the oh the blood that was dripping out of that monkey on the table wow good for wow i don't i mean and they saw it that's the thing they were awake when they when he was doing it to them so it's like i don't know and this is like anaconda's homage (laughs) to carrie (laughs) (laughs) oh maybe that uh, you think that would make me like it more serone is is uh is Chris, Chris Harkinson. Harkinson. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's all to summon the Annie who is Annie two, yeah. or as I like to call her Annie Warbucks. And she comes along and she gives us that remarkable POV from like her esophagus. That was one of, my, one of the last things I liked about yeah. this movie it was just like, she opened up her trap to eat them <laughs> and she starts to like, uh, eat, like, 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 sw- oh, is it them or is it Sarone? No, I can't it's remember who it is. No, because they're struggling. Because okay, so what Cer- happens is like, there he he's put the monkey blood on them, and he and he and then he <laughs> the he dries blood. his hands in bone. Right, right, right. It's like it's like dust on, the, and he's like he's like human bone. <laughs> um, it's all this left. <laughs> so he so he goes up the ladder because he's basically waiting to drop the net on them. So they're sitting yes, there while the snake yes. is is approaching, and that's where he drops right. it on them. And then he goes down. And, you know, the snake is freaking out. It's doing its, it's screaming and like, you know, the, the voiceover <laughs> of the snake. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, those cat, you know. it's like those videos where it's like, you got the cat and they're like trying to feed it. And they're like, do you want some dinner? And just like, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. overpriced it like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I mean, you know what they should do? They should just like re-edit. Somebody should re-edit scenes from Anaconda with the snake, yeah. you know, screaming, but they should like put in a like, yes! <laughs> exactly. Like that, yeah. Know? Over and over again. I think that'd be great. Or like singing really, really high notes, find belty notes from pop music and just put it in. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they're, <laughs> they're basically birthday. coiled up. Like he, it's the, the yes, yes. It's, it's coiled around them as this fucking net is on him and he's trying to tranquilize the snake and it doesn't yes. work. The, it fucking leaves them alone. It leaves Danny and Terry yeah. Hunt and goes after Sarone, who's running up this ladder. And it's that's where we get the, the 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 POV shot of like the esophagus of the snake like coming down over right. his head, and we just see like it devour like his his like feet and and all that going inside. Yeah, and it eats him, yeah. and, or it, it swallows him. Let's yeah. put it that way, and then chases after Terry. I think it's like or? while it's still digesting, it like I mean it has he hasn't even fully gone down, but they're trying to get away. Like they're sawing. The, the thing, like, they found, like, a, a whatever lying around. And it's, like, funny, like, the snake is, like, watching both of them, like, all three of them. It's, like, yeah. I'm going to eat you, but I, I you're next because, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still going to be hungry after after I finish Cerrone here. <laughs> and, again, there's this, like, vendetta of, like, I'm going to crash through windows. I'm going to knock objects over. Yeah. I am going to hurt myself more than is worth. I mean, this is the thing about another thing about anacondas. Yes, they can swallow enormous animals. The thing is, when they do, <laughs> they have to sit and digest. Yeah. And, basically, they have to, to isolate like, think, uh, somewhere peaceful. Think about, like, to, how yeah. you would feel, like, after, like, having Thanksgiving dinner or something. Like, you need mm-hmm. to, like, loosen your belt you might have to like, yeah. you know, take a button off or something and you're just sitting there cuz you're in a coma. And that's what a snake also, that- <laughs> also this, most anacondas only eat about once a month. So imagine eating a month's worth of food. Yeah. Are you going to go chasing after people like, "Wait, that, there's pie?" It's you know? going to need to do a lot of cardio <laughs> right after that. I mean, it even and it, the thing is even the regurgitating because it does regurgitate like uh, it regurgitates uh, his full bo- like his it, full body and he's still alive all, he's all covered slimy. in like he does yeah. the little wink that was like the last yeah thing he did. which was so stupid which I don't understand like what and, did, it, did it just kind of want that because it's like nothing is not on him like he's kind of like been decomposed <laughs> a little I guess from the acids yeah, in, yeah, inside yeah. the snake's body yeah digestive acids but probably it's, but yeah. he's like he's whole like nothing has been taken off so it, was, it, it basically just wanted to like swallow him I guess well, like get, get like the 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 outer <laughs> like, well because like, according to the lore of the movie they like to swallow you and then regurgitate you just so they can attack you and kill again again even though it, technically if they ki- yeah, technically, if they killed you the first time, they can't kill you again. You can never yeah. kill someone again, but um, unless it's like Michael Myers or Jason yeah. Voorhees or something. But yeah, anyway, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that that leads us to this fucking like this smokestack finale, right. which is not even like the finale because we still because we still got a we still got another surprise ending coming yeah. up. Here. But yeah, just like the 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 climbing up there. And of course, like it's, it's gonna blow up. And <laughs> I don't. I'm literally, I'm literally just watching it right now, and it's just stuff yeah. happening. And that's the thing. Like this is what I'm talking about. Like uh, Ice Cube saves the day. Is that like he's the one who's like resourceful yeah. enough 
to do everything. And she is just kind of like, like she's not helpless in the situation, but it's just like, she's, she hasn't done anything to contribute to either of their survival. Also, the fact that she's crawling up this uh, smokestack or silo or whatever the fuck, this tower to like try and escape and she can't get the window open and then she gets it open in the nick of time and slams it down on her oppressor. Very Hollow Man last act. That's all oh, I'm going to say. That movie. I thought you were going to say it was like very symbolic of like a phallic uh, like imagery no. of the smokestack of her trying no, to No, because oh, cause that's another thing. Like once they once they finally like the, the, the smokestack finally like collapses and everything like that with the snake on fire yeah. in it and everything they they both they land on the dock or he swims to the dock it's her and danny right yeah and she danny's says, on the did, dock because he, he's like jump jump yeah. and she's like i can't do it and then she eventually right, right. falls from the 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 impact of the explosion, the explosion. into the water yeah. and the snake into, is yeah. who's on fire falls into the water <laughs> and is still on fire Yes, it's going out. Screaming, yeah. shrieking, shrieking on fire. Yeah, it's like the thing and, when in that yeah. movie when it's the little spider thing when it's on fire. So it's it's going after. <laughs> She's swimming away. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But she she gets on she gets on the dock. She meets Danny, and she's like asking, "Did we get him? Did we get him?" And all I could think was. Okay, if you know anything about these snakes, like, and that one is like it's, uh, easily a hundred feet long, you know, it's at least like a uh, 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 a length from the curb from 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 you know the your turn before you have to start signaling. Like, it's it's a very long snake, mm-hmm. and the thing about it is, if it is that large, all because the only largest anaconda are the females. Males don't get that long. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. I don't make the rules. <laughs> so I feel like she should have asked like. Either did we get it or did we get her, which would have been refreshing because, yes, let 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 a woman take the wheel, you know, <laughs> but um, and instead we get kind of like a Friday the 13th remake uh, burst out, out of, of the, the dock. dock. Yeah, that's <laughs> a what final I saw. scare. <laughs> <laughs> and and then once again, Danny oh. comes in to the rescue with the. With yeah. The um, oh, God. So it's like, yeah, there's then, no, nobody, like the three people in this movie who survive, like literally like yeah. it's minimal fucking like main character energy from any of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like we're getting like literally because yeah, Kale is back in bed. You know, he, he had his, he, he got up to save them. That took the wind out. Like, I guess his his uh, tracheotomy hole opened up again. So he had to, like, go lie down. <laughs> yes, he was bleeding yeah. again. Which so was they, gross. But yeah. he, got in, he got in his little dig. And then, and then the boat glides into the region of the Shirishama people. They finally found the reason they went out there in the and first it was place. All worth it. <laughs> I, all I could think was in addition to wondering if the Shirishama people were an actual tribe and they're not, but if yeah. they were, I was wondering about that. And I was also wondering if they worship the Anaconda and they basically all, or at least somebody, some, some of them mm-hmm. must have witnessed that smokestack collapsing with the shrieking Anaconda on yeah. fire in it. Aren't they going to 
be mad and <laughs> retaliate against Terry and her crew of two. That would have been like, like the final. That would have they would have been the real villains of the the story. <laughs> <laughs> like everything, like the Anaconda and Saron, like that was just sort of like the the mini boss uh, battle. Now we're we're really like going toe to toe with the Shirashima. <laughs> but, but see, I'd say I'd say easily that makes Terry. And Danny and uh, Kale, the villains of the piece, because they're the ones who killed the idol. It's yeah. like that's what we worship. We're gonna take you out now. And I would have, I would have cheered if we could have just but, watched. Uh, this but anyway, that. like they, they came, they saw, <laughs> and they, they're sailing off in the sunset to that, to that beautiful melody that we, we heard so at the beginning. It's stupid. very Disney ending. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad they didn't use any of the actual there are 305 tribes on record that are currently living in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they didn't use a real one because I think it might have really insulted some people <laughs> to be associated. Well, I'm sure I'm sure this movie somehow insulted people anyway, but uh <laughs> There there are tribes that that worship snakes though. Oh, I don't mean that. Look- I just mean just in terms of like taste. <laughs> but uh I I Shall we get to the cherry picker? So last week, we were asking you in X, the new movie that came out from A24, uh, from Ty West, X, uh, who deserves to die the most in X? And uh, I said, I said RJ. Uh, I forget his yeah. last name, but uh, I didn't write it down. Who cares? You said Howard. Uh, yeah. The the people have voted uh, across Patreon, Instagram, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. 81 people said RJ. 210 said Howard. So wow. you have actually won this round. And let me just see what, uh, what the comments were here, because I, I want to... Okay. I'm curious to know why <laughs> RJ did not win this one. Get his due. Why did he? Yeah, because that to because me is he, that to me is the clear winner or loser. Because he didn't kill anybody. It's because he didn't kill anybody. It's, you don't have to kill someone to be the most deserving to die. That's not what this is about, though. Um, I'm trying to answer why I think people might have voted for Howard instead of RJ. <laughs> anyway, Anthony uh, DePuzo says, The cinephile in me appreciates RJ so much because he was trying to make the most cinematic adult film. His death was brutal. Uh, mm. Donna Del Rey says, Wait, Zach, why do you think that RJ deserved to die? Listen to the pod. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you don't have to be a... a, a a villainous character, like you, you know, I think we, like, we've done this before and it's not always like, I'm not going to pick the person who's like clearly the, the, the one who's like the, the bad guy of the story. I want to pick the one who's like most interesting to me in terms of like, yeah, fuck that person, you know, and whether it's because they're like <laughs> extremely boring or they're just an asshole, which is what I think like mm. RJ is like, he abandoned them. Like he was going to abandon them there. Like what would, even if, Pearl and Howard did not turn out to be the sadistic serial killers that they were. What was going to happen? They would have woken up the next day, been like, shit, like, 
all our stuff is like the van is gone. The equipment is gone. Everything is gone. We're left on this property Mm -hmm. with like, even if they weren't killers or not, like these are two old people who don't fucking like them being there anyway. And it's like, if they don't have any money to pay for it, it's like, okay, we got to go out onto the road with what we have left and hitchhike because this guy got upset because his girlfriend wanted to be part of the movie. So you're saying you'd be angrier at someone for stranding you somewhere than you would at them for killing you or allowing their wife to sexually assault you. <laughs> In this case, I think yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic. <laughs> anyway. Putting a whole window into your psyche, Anyway, Zach. anyway. I'm that not going to change my mind on this one. You. No, I'm not going to try. You get first pick here. <laughs> Uh, in terms of okay, who deserves cool. to die the most in Anaconda. In Anaconda, I think the, it's, I mean, if you couldn't tell already, uh, the one who deserves to die the most is Cerrone, Paul Cerrone, because a uh, two-dimensional uh, uh, villain and uh, like really, really disgusting when when he's put in a sexual Kind of like, uh, so even if it's not sexual, there's something like invasive about his leer. And, um, and I don't like his, his attempt, John Voight's attempt at a Paraguayan accent. And I, 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 I don't, I, 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 uh, I <laughs> he just, I would never want to be around this man. I would prefer, he didn't die. <laughs> Early enough. It actually would have been interesting to me if he could have died like super early in the movie. Like we all think he's going to be the big bad and then there's something badder and that's the anaconda and it takes him out. I agree with that. So that actually would have been a lot more fun for me. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, that's why I choose him. And yeah. Well, you you? you haven't left me with a lot of options. So I'm going to go with Gary (laughs) Uh, for for some of the same reasons you said. uh, Two dimensional henchmen. By convenience, I guess. I don't know. Like, he's, we have no clear understanding as to why. Like, just evil for for um, plot purposes and, and contrivances. So I'm going to go with, with Gary slash Owen Wilson, whatever you want to call him. So do you think, do you think people are going to be familiar enough with this movie to know them by their character names? Or should we include the celebrity names? I too? think that the, the the people who vote are are going to know what we're talking about. And if they don't, then they're not going to vote. Uh, I have faith in our listeners, Edward. I don't know why you don't. <laughs> oh, my God. I had never seen this movie before. So I'm, I'm just There's wondering. a lot that you haven't seen, though. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that a lot of people haven't seen. And there's seen, a lot that I haven't one... seen. But, you know, you got you got to go with it, you know. Uh, but I, Would I you have, have remembered Cerrone and Gary, who they were? Well, if not, if, if I had enough interest, I would look it up on IMDb or whatever and be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. That guy. The movie is streaming on Netflix right now, folks. So yeah. if you have access to Netflix, stream it and then vote <laughs> your heart. Or just vote, vote and don't watch it, whatever. But... <laughs> Uh, you can vote. Uh, you can vote uh, on YouTube uh, in the community section on the Cherry Picker. Um, you can also vote on Instagram. Uh, we have an Instagram account now. It's uh, the Cherry Picker Pod at the Cherry Picker Pod, and uh, you can also vote on Patreon if you are uh, supporting uh, me or the podcast on Patreon. And uh, if you would like to, uh, you, you can find us. Uh, 
there or just under Zach Cherry, which is me. And uh, all your contributions go a long way in helping the podcast <laughs> improve which its quality. I, I don't know what's so funny. <laughs> I just like the way you said Zach Cherry, which is me. Uh, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy over here. Um, this guy. This guy. But uh, we do have some name. new uh, Patreon supporters uh, that I would hey! like to welcome. Uh, we've got uh, Sam Levy and Yay! Claire Higgins. Uh, and I thought that was interesting because Claire Higgins is the not, not this Claire Higgins, but Claire Higgins is the <laughs> actress from Hellraiser who plays the the oh! wicked stepmother. So I, I saw that. I'm just like. <gasps> Oh, that's such a cool name the to have. Claire Higgins. Is that you? <laughs> Spelled differently. <laughs> but, oh, well, uh, then it's probably not her. But maybe she's under, you know, <laughs> she wants to keep a low profile, but not that low. You know. <laughs> you know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we thank you and uh, welcome aboard. And uh, we'd also like to thank Andre Felix, who uh, provides his, his time and help to edit these podcasts. So thank you, Andre. And uh, uh, it looks like uh, we have some reviews on uh, Apple oh. Podcasts, which, uh, which is always exciting. So from, <laughs> from Sway Bravo, incredible. In oh. in or I want to say incredibly. Uh, definitely one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, cool. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Been a fan since I came across your YouTube channel. Thank you for all of the hard work you put in. Um, yeah, well, thank you, Sway Bravo. Yeah, we, that's directed at you. We appreciate. Well, you're, hard. but you are part of this too. So it's it's. I'm it's, a part of it. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, from Joey Omen, a unique podcast. This is a. <laughs> Fun podcast that I learned about through the Zach Cherry YouTube channel. That's me. Um, <laughs> which That's is also me. great if you love rankings, <laughs> lists, and other unique horror-related content. It's the right mix. Absolutely. It's the right mix between lighthearted humor and critical review. The cherry picker concept is also really great, and I look forward to hearing it at the end of the show. Best of luck to these guys. See these guys, you, you are included. And also, yeah, uh, <laughs> like like Joey Oman mentions, uh, I do have a, a YouTube channel uh, separate from this that if you are uh, being introduced to the Cherry Picker for the first time, you can go check that out. Zach Cherry uh, is the channel. And then uh, we have another review here. Uh, hold up. Um, from Ellie, 1981, Essential Listening absolutely top-notch podcast zach and eddie are charming knowledgeable hosts sorry i was started reading that in a different way are charming knowledgeable <laughs> hosts who can elevate appreciation for an existing classic or skewer a notorious dud while never failing to entertain and enlighten their audience they're a truly talented duo and it's a pleasure to spend time listening to them. I'm looking forward to the day their show becomes huge because they absolutely Aww. deserve every bit of success that's destined to come their way. Oh, I was going to say, I'm getting a little oh. teary-eyed, but it's not from emotionality. It's just because, like, the light is, is in my eye. But that, but that <laughs> is <laughs> I feel absolutely unworthy I'm, considering, like... 
<laughs> no. I don't know. I, I I feel very clumsy and very scattered today. So <laughs> I so think thank you very much for your kind words. Yes, thank you. Thank you to uh Sway Bravo, Joey Omen, and Ellie nineteen eighty one. And if anyone else yes. listening uh, would like to, you can go on Apple Podcasts and uh leave a review of your own and we'll read it here. If uh you are listening to the podcast, you can view it uh in video format and see our faces uh and that is on the cherry picker youtube account and if you are watching this on youtube you can also listen to it in audio format which might be more conducive to you know going about your daily routine uh but uh the rss feed is in the descriptions below uh so you can find it there and listen to us on all major podcast platforms uh in terms of uh finding either one of us on social media edward would you like to inform everyone where they can find you you can find me at edward is truth one word on instagram and and you can find me uh on instagram at retro bitch face all one word and uh also i'm on twitter Zach Cherry eight. <laughs> I always feel so awkward about saying that because you give me shit about it. Um, but I, I don't... <laughs> I'm not used to say, and I'm on Twitter, but I'm never on it. But and now I'm not. I know you're I'm, more I'm on not it, as familiar so... with the Twitter process. I'm learning. I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Um, but uh, you know, that's that's where you can find us individually and for the the podcast. Uh, Instagram account specifically, like I said before, the Cherry Picker Pod. Edward, do you know what's happening next week? I think I do. It's changed a couple times, so I just want to make sure I get it right. Okay, is should I say that? Ha- no, is it something that happens in a cab? Why you're saying it like that? But I, you're on, you're on the right track. Yeah, the woods. That's. Yeah, can you say it normal? Cabin in the Woods! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Cabin in the Woods is is next week, which I'm excited yeah. for because I haven't seen that since I first saw it in the theater. And it is 10 years old now. Oh my god. We're, there's like a pattern. We're lit- literally just doing episodes based on like their anniversaries at this point. Why not? <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway, that's all we got for you folks uh, today. And uh, thank you for listening, watching. Thank you. And we'll be right back. <laughs>